Hey, everybody, before we get started, I want to make sure you know that enrollment is now open for GIST, which stands for Get Your Shit Together, G-Y-S-T, GIST. So not only is enrollment open, but you know how I feel about people taking action in the world. And so I am rewarding action takers by offering early bird pricing. So there will be an early bird rate in effect until February 24th. So if you are finally ready to sign up for the GIST productivity coaching program, make sure you sign up by February 24th so you can get that early bird rate. Just head on over to eliseenriquez.com forward slash GIST, G-Y-S-T, or go to the link in the show notes. Okay, on with the show. Hey there, do you ever do something so often or talk about something so often that you don't even think about it? Does that make sense? <laughs> by, by the time this podcast airs, I will have had my coaching practice for 14 years. I spent my first few years helping other people apply models for personal growth and professional growth. And as I gained experience, my own models began to emerge. And I talk about these models all the time, but not always in an obvious way. I can kind of take them for granted or forget that other people don't know about them yet. So I'm going to get obvious with you over the next few episodes and share one of my most fundamental models with you, the GPS model. Welcome to the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Elise Enriquez, your breakthrough coach. I am known for meeting people where they are and delivering practical insights so they can be more productive. Most people hear the word productivity and they think it's all about getting things done. What actually moves us forward in life and business is getting things known, getting things prioritized, and illuminating the next steps so you can achieve the goals that matter most to you. Being truly productive means being just as okay with what's not getting done as you are with what is getting done. If you are ready to create productivity breakthroughs in your life and business, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's create some breakthroughs. The GPS model is the foundation of my GIST program, which stands for Get Your Shit Together. And I teach that program to cohorts a couple of times a year. I teach it to organizational teams and I teach it one on one and actually even run a whole community around it, too. And it's no accident that I pick something that would form the initials that guide people, that help people find their way. GPS. So let's talk about what those letters stand for. Gather, process and systems check. I'll cover gather today and I'll cover process and systems check in the next few episodes. So episode 68 and episode 70 to be exact for those of you taking notes at home. (laughs) So while you can focus on one of these things, GP or S gather process or systems check and make improvements in your productivity, these improvements will not be as powerful without the others in play as well. And it's important to know that you're never going to be done GPSing (laughs) GPS is not a one-time process to follow. It is a model to help you develop new habits that bring you relief, focus, and space for what matters most. So if you were to picture the universal sign for recycling, right? It's those three arrows that go around in a triangle, right? So these arrows that are kind of chasing after each other, they form a cycle in the shape of a triangle. And that's really what the GPS model is like. It's a cycle of interrelated habits that you constantly run in your life. So again, in today's episodes, we're going to focus specifically on gather. So when you look up gather in the dictionary, a couple definitions surface. One is to come together, assemble, or accumulate. And the other one is to bring together and take in from scattered places or sources. 
And I think it's really important to see that these two angles of gather are what exist in our our language. One of them, the first one to come together, gather, assemble, uh, excuse me, to come together, assemble or accumulate. It feels a little less formal, a little sometimes accidental that it just kind of happens, whereas bring together and take in from scattered places or sources sounds a lot more intentional. When it comes to my world of productivity, I think of gathering as placing undecided, unconsidered and or non-urgent things in a safe place until you can do something about them. So undecided, unconsidered and non-urgent things, taking those and placing them in a safe place until you can do something about them. Now, it's not just any place, though. See, you probably have a lot of gathering spots, your email, the first flat space near your entryway, you know, when you walk in into your house, your dining room table, perhaps the dresser, your calendar, your purse, your pockets, your work bag, the post-its that might be all over your desk, your, the desk itself, your notepad or a mountain of notepads, apps on your phone, files on your computer, apps on your tablet. Maybe you even have an entry on your desk. So you might be like, Elise, how the heck is gathering so stinking important? I'm gathering stuff all the time. Stuff is gathering up in my life all the time. Well, the key to gathering and the way to have it actually support you is to make it intentional. So gathering the gist way will help you when you start doing these three things. One, minimize the number of gathering spaces you have. Two, get those gathering spaces close. And three, empty them frequently and consistently. Now, I had a couple of years ago, I had a uh, just community member jokingly call her intray, which was intended to be one of her gathering spots, her permission to ignore pile. The thing is, she's not wrong about that. Um, I'm going to interrupt myself for just a minute. When I started my productivity journey, I started with gathering. I thought I was so clever. I got an in-tray and put stuff in there that wasn't urgent, but needed my consideration. And then I just left that stuff in there. I love that stuff in there until they became little fires that I had to put out and sometimes big fires I had to put out. About seven years ago, I finally figured it out. I couldn't just gather. I had to make my gathering intentional. So I figured out how to do that. And now my gathering spots support me instead of stressing me out. If your life is full of little fires that need to be put out all the time, then I would like to invite you to join the next GIST cohort. We are kicking things off on March 6th. So be sure to head to EliseEnriquez.com forward slash GIST for details and to sign up if you want to. Okay, let's get back to the show. So my community member was not wrong about this idea of permission to ignore. When your gathering spots are intentional, meaning the a few of them that those things are those gathering spots are close by and you're emptying them frequently and consistently, they are permission to ignore spaces. I mean, that's the whole stinking point. You put stuff in them that is undone and undecided. If at a glance you can't just dismiss it or delete it or throw it away, you toss it into one of your gathering spots so you can consider it later. The thing is, when you place that thing in your gathering spot, it is a promise to that thing that you'll consider it later because part of intentional gathering is emptying those gathering spots consistently and frequently. So for example, I empty my gathering spots weekly, Friday mornings to be specific. So I know that if I toss something into one of my gathering spots, I did it because it could wait until Friday. If it's something that has to be addressed sooner, I do that. Anything else goes into a gathering spot so I don't lose track of it. And then I address it on Friday morning. 
Y'all, this frees me up from so many interruptions that could sidetrack me. There's so many things that come our way that we can get distracted by. But if I can look at that and go, yeah, I don't need to deal with this right now and have a safe place to put it where I know it is at, it's now out of my mind and I can get back to doing what I said I wanted to do that day. Now, emptying your gathering spots is what I'll cover in the next couple of episodes, but you can work on making your gathering more intentional this week. So remember, one way to do that is to minimize the number of gathering spaces you have. Do you have lots of notebooks? Narrow your notebooks down to just one. Grab an in tray for your desk and that can be an empty Amazon box. I don't care. Just grab one place to put stuff that needs to be considered that the physical stuff, the paperwork, those kinds of things. Stop using so many apps to gather your ideas and inspirations. Narrow it down to just one or two. So that's one is minimize the number of spaces you have. Two, keep those gathering spaces close. So once you narrow, if you narrow down that notebook or you only have one notebook, keep it on you. My wife has a, a tiny little notepad that she carries around with her on her job sites. She's a, she's a general contractor. So she has a little notebook that she carries with her so she can jot things down and capture them when she needs to. She doesn't always want to get her phone out because it's dusty on those sites, right? But if you, another way to keep things close is to use your phone because most of us carry our phones with us all the time. So getting that one app on your phone, maybe two but one or two apps on your phone that you use to capture all the things that pop into your head, all the requests that people have, all that kind of stuff. So that's number two, keep those gathering spots close. And three, of course, I already said is emptying them frequently and consistently. And we're going to talk more about that in the next episode. So I don't want you to worry about that this week. I want you to focus on one and two. So pick one of these, minimize the number of gathering spaces you have, or figure out how to keep those gathering spaces close. So you know what's coming next, right? That's right. It is time for the question of the week. What is the one way you will make your gathering spaces more intentional this week? Tell me all about it on Instagram over at Productivity Breakthrough. I want to hear the one thing you're going to do to make your gathering more intentional this week. And then, of course, join me next week because we are going to talk about how to empty those gathering spots on a regular basis. All right. Before we go, I want you to tell me, was this episode helpful? (laughs) I'm focusing on bringing you even more actionable and quick ways to make your productivity shift. So if you liked this, please let me know. Write me a five-star review, rave all about it, share it with your people. And if you didn't like it, then send me an email and let me know what your thoughts are. I'm happy to, to hear from you. Okay, that's all for this week. I'll be back with you again next week. Until then, keep making progress on what matters most. Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. Did you have a breakthrough today? Write to me and let me know. You can reach me, revisit anything we covered today, or uncover free resources over at EliseEnriquez.com. And if you know of other leaders in life and business who would appreciate a little help with their productivity breakthroughs, I'd love it if you'd share this podcast with them. And finally, remember to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.